This is my first episode. Today's episode, we're going to talk about challenges and obstacles in life for people. And I'm going to start off with myself. As of today, after 21 years of eating meat, I decided I'm going to go vegan. And I started uh, just by going vegetarian. And, you know, that's and I think that's the best way to really start it out. Because I tried going vegan just straight full on before and I ethically failed. But for anybody who's curious or wants to know how they can pull that off, if if you're still a continuing meat eater and you eat all animals, uh, I would definitely start first by getting rid of the pig. Um, the pig is, is probably like the worst animal that you can eat. Eating pork is scientifically proven to lead to dementia, Alzheimer's, stuff like that. Stuff that people blame on being hereditary. Oh, it's just in my genes, it's in my genetic, it doesn't have to do about that. Well, the previous generation before you also ate me. But people don't think about that. The uh, next animal I would probably take out, uh, right after that, would have to be cow. I would take the cow just simply because, uh, just simply because it, it's red meat. You know, I mean, it's good for you, a lot of protein. So I know people are going to say, like, oh, my God, like, I couldn't imagine my life without meat. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's really not that hard. It's really not that bad. Maybe like the first few days, you get like a couple, you get some headaches, but it's just it's just withdrawal, just like with nicotine from cigarettes, or if you smoke anything else, um, or you know, reformed alcoholic or anything like that. It's, it's it's not that hard. You just need a support system, and you gotta have drive and ambition and goals, and you gotta want to accomplish that. Um, but like I said, I get rid of the get rid of the red meat because you know, like steak, um, all those it's. I remember it was it was pretty awesome, but I would get rid of steak. I mean, shit, it leads to heart failure, cardiovascular disease, clogged arteries, you know, shit like that. Um, and then, of course, you know, you gotta go ahead and obviously get rid of chicken. Chicken's probably like one of the most is obviously one of the most healthiest meats that you can eat. But the issue with chicken is like what kicked it over for me was like my first like click of the domino was. Uh, well, simply Tyson came out. The spokesperson for Tyson says, we put ingredients in our chicken that causes cancer, but we know that it causes cancer, and we're going to continue to do it anyway because you guys are going to buy it. So it really doesn't matter. I mean, like, that's just my public intent. They don't care about my well-being. And for me, that's a, that's a, that's a no-go. You know, like, if you're, if you're flat out telling me, hey, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, people don't think about that. They don't think about that. Like, I'm not a fried chicken. I'm black, you know, so Popeye's, homemade, you know, whatever. And no, not black people don't like KFC. Um, but yeah, that's got to go. And then, you know, you can let go of fish. Just start slowly eliminating each each individual animal from your life. And it, it's healthy for you. I mean, we're not designed to eat meat. I don't know if it was the Bible or the FDA or... You know, maybe people, family and friends that just told you that you were supposed to eat me, but we're not. Like, I don't care what it says. You know, I believe in facts. You know, I believe in facts. And if it's proven that we have the same digestive system and the same digestive tract as, say, 
a gorilla, an elephant, a giraffe, things of those natures. It's kind of going to lead me to believe that, I mean, I might just be an herbivore. Now, I understand that we, you know, we can still process meat and stuff like that, but we're not true carnivores. True carnivores are blind, tigers, cheetahs, you know, like, this is wild animals. People are fake meat eaters. Nobody's a real meat eater. If you're really a meat eater, if you're a true meat eater, you'll, you will go outside and find you the first bunny you see and you'll eat it. But nobody's gonna do that because it's gross as a mouth, it's sick, it'll make you throw up, right? Because we're not we're not equipped, you know, internally to handle that. That's why we have to cook, kill, skin it, and then process it. But all the nutrients and, and all the protein that you get are in the muscles when they're alive. Not necessarily when it's dead. There's still some left over, but it but our digestive system processes the meat so slow. That by the time it gets all the way to our mouth system, you know, we poop it out and everything, it's decaying inside our bodies. We are literally decaying our bodies. We are rotting our bodies from the inside out. And all that chicken, steak, and, and pork chops, you know, all that's doing is leaving ammonia behind inside your digestive system. The same thing that's in Windex, bleach, all that shit, yeah, all that's always leaving behind. And it doesn't help that they're filling. Like, especially like cheap meat, like for people, like working class, like you can't afford to eat organic meat all the goddamn time. So you go with you go with that ground chuck, you know. But all the chemicals are lying in that ground chuck beef. There's nothing, you know. Why do you think that we wouldn't be able to eat it raw? You know, we can't handle that. People don't think about that though. Oh, like, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like people that get Alzheimer's or dementia and they land up in a hospital bed and they were told, you know, 20, 30 years ago. You know, it's in their genes, it's hereditary, there's nothing they can do about it. No, like there is, you can do that for your next, you know what I'm saying? You can do that for your next generation, your kids, your grandkids, you can take care of that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when people say that they're born, like they were just born fat, like, and there's nothing they can do about it because in their genes, it's a fucking lie. Don't work out. They're like, oh, I tried working out. What you, you know what I'm saying? Like, would you work out three times in three months and it fucking failed? Like, what do you expect? You know, you didn't put in any work. So, what do you expect? Like, you know, when it comes to meat, and people are like, no, we're supposed to eat meat. You know, I mean, what about our canines and our molars and blah, blah, blah? Well, those are there to help us process nuts. Molars are there to finish to digest the food that we that our insides within our canines feed that are already chomped down. That's, I mean, nuts, seeds, flax, chia seeds, you know. I mean, they got to be hard at some point. I, I don't know. I don't understand how people don't, don't catch on to that. It took me a while. But I blame people, you know, and a lot of people they're just scared to give up meat. But the only reason to eat meat is for taste. There's really no uh, positive benefits from eating meat besides the fact that it tastes really good and the texture. You know, I mean, how the tofu for it helps you come off with the meat. Um, that's, that's what I really went and tried. And then, uh, so I said, the past like two months, I've been vegetarian. And uh, I thought it was, you know, I, I had been going flirting with it on and off, on and off. I can do it, I can do it. And then I went, bro, it's expensive to be vegetarian. I remember when our kitchen was bare, the first time I wanted to go vegetarian, I spent $600, like 620 bucks at Walmart on going vegetarian. It's the most expensive trip I ever had in my life. Um, and now I'm going vegan, and I know what to buy, what not to buy, and so... If anybody ever wants any like good ideas or recipes or stuff like that, you know, just message me, reply, you know, call in, you know, 
But yeah, like I said, today's about challenges and obstacles. And for me, it started out being uh, just something I wanted to try as a diet, just to see if I could accomplish it. Because I'm also trying to start my own business. Um, Anderson Oil, by the way, if uh, any of you ever need your vehicle service while at home or at work, whatever, I will pull up to you and I will service your vehicle. Um, just to plug that in there. But like I said, I'm trying to start my own business and I know as an as a newly father, by the way, uh, I got a daughter, she's about to be four months in a couple weeks. Uh, I'm trying to push myself to be the best person I can be because, you know, at the end of the day, like when I come home and, you know, my kid looks at me and they see me walking through the door, like what do they see? You know, because you can't see yourself without a mirror. So when you pop in through the door, like, what is it they see? They see somebody that's trying in life, accomplishing, doing different shit, trying hard stuff. So, you know, I just want to try different hard shit. And if I can, and if I can, uh, you know, I told myself that if I can master being a vegetarian, I would go back to eat meat. But then I kept finding out more. So I kept reading, I kept researching, I kept finding out more truth. And I was like, I can't go back. It's too late. I can't go back. I'm also lactose intolerant. So it's kind of like it makes it a little bit easier for me to just want to cut out cheese because now that I've cut out meat, my farts and, you know, bowel movements, are, they smell less toxic and they don't hurt as bad, you know, stomach cramps and all of that. But, you know, um, the lactose is what's killing me. That's what hurts my stomach a lot. It's the gassy and all this, you know, so. Uh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I don't want to medicate myself. I don't want to be dosed up on lactate or anything like that. I mean, I know it's not like a severe dose or anything, but just the less medicine in your body
the same people that are telling you that the same people that they're only telling you that because they're scared themselves. They wouldn't be able to personally do it themselves. So they're trying to pass their emotions and their opinions on to you. You know what I mean? To make you fit in, to make you feel like you're the weird one wanna try something different. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's the only way you're ever gonna be uh, able to accomplish anything in life is to take on difficult challenges and obstacles, things that are abnormal to you. If you did everything the, the same way every single day, you would be bored out of your mind. Some people, you, I mean, I probably don't borderline kill myself. If every day I woke up, it's the same thing. Same thing. Day in, day out. I can everybody say the same thing, you know? I don't kill myself. So there's got, you got to try different shit. You know, you got to try different. I'm not saying go and try and smoke shit. I'm saying you got to try and do different positive, beneficial things, you know what I'm saying, for your life, for your well-being, you know. I've already seen a difference in my body with cutting out meat in the past two months. At one point, I was over 250 pounds, and I didn't even realize it because it gradually catches up to you, you know, and I was in a situation where um, I couldn't really go work out. I lost everything last year. So I really wasn't in a position to go work out. But I didn't even realize how big I was actually getting. I just, like, to me, it was normal. And then, you know, at first it was like, oh, well, shit, I guess I'm growing out of these clothes. Or this shit's shrinking or something like that. And then you just start looking, and it's like, well, fuck, you can go step on a scale. It's like, huh. I think, the, I think the biggest, the biggest like, hello for me, like, the big red flag was, I think, like, I, I started getting new stretch marks. And I was like, God damn. So then I was like, I was over at my lady's mom's house and she had a scale out. And I was like, I'll be damned, you know? And then the crazy thing is, is I didn't step on a scale until after I had went vegetarian and after I had seen and felt my body be different and shed some pounds. And I was under 250. I was like 244. But it felt like it was, it was like 240. It was like the lightest I had ever been. So in my mind, I knew at some point I went over 250 pounds and didn't even realize. That was probably the scariest moment in my life. It was like my biggest wake-up call. And I was just like, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't realize like, how big you get. And other people can see it, but you can't see it. Because every day is, like, gradual. Like, you know, it's not like one day you wake up and it's like, boom, here's 28 pounds. No, it's gradual. half a pound or a quarter of a pound. And then it's a full pound. And, you know, so, so you can't really just notice it by looking at stuff in the mirror. Because when you look, that's normal to you. So, like, so when I started this, I was just like, yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be good for me. And then, uh, like I said, today I went vegan. And uh, I got to go grocery shopping differently for that. Which, like I said, that won't be as hard because I've already, I've already, you know, got past the headaches and the, the cravings and the hungers for me, you know. And now looking back at it, like, it's like, it's not even that good. Like, the longer I go without it, the, like, the less I even want to go back to it. I think the only thing I struggle with is bacon. But other than bacon, I mean, I'm good. But shit, man. Like I said, like how you, you know, gotta try different shit. And that's why I'm trying to start my business and everything. You know, I can't keep doing nine five. I don't want to go somewhere they don't care about me. You know, people keep people stay in the nine fives and they're in their comfort zones and their little bubbles because they're, they're scared to take that risk. You know, traditionally, you know, uh, America's or families across America. You know, they instill in their kids, believe in a white Jesus, uh, get good grades in school, follow all the rules, obey the law, and, you know, go to college, get you a good job, and clock in under some.
know what the crazy thing is? is you know there wouldn't be any jobs. There wouldn't be any jobs open. No, there would be no companies to exist if the person who owned that company never took the risk to open their own company. You know, just like Coke Industries here in, in, uh, in Wichita, Kansas. If the Coke brothers never took that plunge and said, "Man, we're gonna try this shit," you know what I'm saying? They would never be billionaires, and people would never clock into them because there would never be a company to exist. You know. Nobody thinks about that shit. Because they're scared. They're okay with their 401k benefits, their vacation time. You know, when people need structure, people need people need a foundation to walk into. A lot of people just can't walk into a room and just create something. You know? And for me, if I if I walk into a blank room, it was it was a it was a white room, it was white paint or whatever, and they said and I just had this unlimited budget to do whatever the fuck I wanted to, that'd be the dopest room ever. But a lot of people walk into a basic room with nothing in it. And wouldn't know what the fuck to do. And those are your people. Those are your, I call them sheeple. They're your sheep. They, they, you know what I'm saying? And the people that own the company, that obviously there's your herds. You know? The family, the parents will tell their kids those exact same things just because maybe they had a thought about creating their own business, but they were too scared to. And so they don't want them to create their own business because they don't want them to be better than them or they think that they'll fail and they want to make sure they get a good job. I have a kid, you know, so don't think like for a second in the back of my mind that I'm not worried about failing or losing everything, you know. That's why you started on the side. That's why you That's why you do things on the weekend, you know, do you nine to five throughout the week and then start stuff on the weekend and then once the money is so much and once the demand for whatever service or product you have is so high, your phone is jumping. And people are like, man, I need this, I need you to, you know. Then at that point, you switch not pop. And then, boom, everything that you were ever scared of is gone. Now, the only thing that you can do is grow. I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, a building with your last name on it. Nobody thinks about that shit. You know, work here 40, 50 years at a company, retire at 65, you know what I'm saying, uh, only to have... X amount of money left to give to the kids or to live off of, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that are going to work for 40 or 50 years and retire. And when they retire, it's not going to be enough for them to live off of. But when they retire, you know what that company's going to give them? Nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. You're going to get nothing when you retire. You know, they'll give you a thanks for your service, thanks for your time. You know, like I said, here's your, you all know what I'm saying, you already have your retirement plan package set up. But as far as after you retire, there's no, there's no extra spot, there's no extra cash coming. Like, that's it, that's a wrap. And it's the same position that you were working at for 40 to 50 years is now an advertisement in the newspaper or the radio station or a billboard, you know, or on the internet. Now, now that position that you, that you woke up and like you blew your family off for, or you blew your friends off for, or you blew, any type of opportunities or dreams that you have. You know, he's like, no, 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 I can't do this today because I got a clock in the morning at 8 a.m. No, 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 I can't do this today because, you know, Gary needs to be down at the office a little earlier tomorrow. Like, fuck Gary. Like, what the fuck is, you know what I'm saying? Is Gary going to, you know, is Gary going to come home and take care of, like, your personal issues? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I got a job right now. I just started, like, two months ago. And uh, two months ago, I asked for two days off, two months in advance. 
okay? Just two months in advance, not like a week, two weeks, two months in advance. I didn't ask for a week. I didn't ask for three days. I really didn't ask for two days. I just for sure needed the one day off. And the guy who hired me goddamn near blew a fucking gasket when I asked for that day off. He, he lost his shit when I asked for that day off. And that was two months ago. Now here it is two months later, and now it's like, oh, well, I mean, I guess it's okay. As long as you're here the next day, as long as you're following it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what happens? You know, you don't have all this free time. You miss, you miss kids' first steps, first words, first everything, you know? Um, you miss opportunities to bond with, with the kids or your lady, you know, or your, or your man, you know? You miss those opportunities because for 40 to 60 hours a week, because I know a lot of people, they, they crunch in hard on hours, you know? For me, it's 45 to 50, but so for 40 to 60 hours a week, you are gone from the place that you call home, and you are gone from the people who care most about you and who would do anything for you. But yet, you are willing to sacrifice everything that you have for somebody who struggles to remember your first fucking name. Does that make any? That doesn't make sense to me. But that's the norm. That's the normal for people. That's what society says. You know, like I figured out what I wanted to do in life, and I figured out that I didn't need school. But I already have student loans for school because I was already going through it. It was the biggest fucking waste of my life. Yo, school, college is a fucking scam. But nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna say anything about that. You know. Only time you really need to go to college is if you're going to be a teacher, a doctor, or a fucking lawyer. Anything else you can do, you need, you need what you need, certifications, you need pieces of paper that say you can well equipped to do shit. You know, for like automotive service, yeah, there's a school for it. There's an automotive program in the school, you know, like the local school that I'm around, like UPI and stuff like that. But really all you need is a fucking ASE certification. And you don't have to go to school for that to say you know what you're doing. Having the letters ASD on your uniform, shirt, vehicle, whatever, toolbox, whatever, just means you know what you're talking about and you know what you do. You know what you got to do to get that? You have to work at a dealership or like a manufacturer facility for two years. And then you can apply for courses online that, you're, that the company would pay for. So after two years, you get that shit for free as opposed to going to school for it. You know what I'm saying? Like I learned that, you know, after the fact, and it just, it just blows my mind, you know, because that's what they want you to do. You're born, you follow rules, you follow laws, laws that don't even make sense, you know, like the fact that, you know, I don't condone, you know, people smoking whatever and whenever every single day, like, you know, if you smoke weed, you know, that's, that's your business, if you smoke crack, meth, heroin, whatever, those I definitely don't recommend, cigarettes, all of that. But if you're going to do what you do, do what you do. But as far as marijuana goes, I know scientifically and proven that cannabis oil in the plant itself helps with glaucoma, cancer, pain, heart issues, like spinal issues, like, like epilepsy, seizures. Like, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like it doesn't make sense why that specific type of plant is withheld from certain states in the medical field. I understand, like, you don't want people walking around stone, recreationally use. I get it. But shit like that? Like, you mean to tell me, just because it's illegal, but you knew that it could save your, save your loved one, you wouldn't do it? I call bullshit. I do. I call bullshit. I don't care that Gary and Mary are fucking opposed, you know what I'm saying, 
the hospital that she's at told her that there's no way that she would that she would live. She's got like 50 days to live. You know what I'm saying? And I walked up to Gary and I told him in my hand was the cure to his wife's cancer, but it contained cannabis oil. You know what I'm saying? That the normal person, you know, like that thing. I mean, I don't know. If you thought, if you think like me, you would fucking take it. You would take it in heartbeat. You would think twice about it. You know what I'm saying? But people that like talk shit about people that take cannabis oil or whatever, like people that whisper about shit that fucking helps. You know, the crazy thing is this plant hasn't always been banned. It was only banned when it became an issue with tobacco plants wanted to start making money off shit. It would it would take money from it. the alcohol prohibition. That that's a whole different that's a whole different segment. But you know, like I said, challenges and obstacles. That would be an obstacle. That's an obstacle for society. You know. Like, there's no way, like, if you were to tell, like I said, if I was in Gary's position and you were to tell me that this bottle that contained cannabis oil would save my life, you know what I'm saying, I would do it. For those that, who say that, you know, oh, I wouldn't do it because it's illegal. Oh, I can't do it because it's against my morals. You know what I mean? Like, when I go, how, how can I go to church and Jesus would judge me? Like, first off, the Bible's plagiarized. And that's a whole other segment. But anyway. For those of you who say that they wouldn't take it because it's illegal, it's immoral, like, no, you're full of shit. And everybody that thinks like that, you're full of shit too. There's no fuck. There's no fucking way. You, you can. Everybody, everybody can say that. Everybody can talk that good shit. Everybody can say what they would do until it happens to them. Until life just fucking happens to them. Last year, I lost two jobs. I lost four internships. I lost half my thumb. I almost lost my relationship without knowing that I had a daughter on the way. I lost my bed, place to stay. I lost my money, and I lost my car. And I got kicked out of school. You know? So don't tell, like, you know what I mean? So, like, for, like, people can say that shit until it happens to them. And I recovered, you know? I had a Mod 3, now I'm driving a, an Audi 1.8 Turbo. You know, the KO3 Borg Warner turbocharger in it. I got a healthy baby. I got my own place now. I mean, my lady in a good spot. I got my own money. I'm about to be AFC certified. You know, I'm getting my GM certification through GM school. And it's like, it's crazy. How much are you willing to sacrifice? You know, challenges and obstacles. And uh, that's kind of just the segment I had today. I mean, if you got any questions, opinions, or, you know, if you want to dive into things that I've said for five seconds, uh, like, uh, saying the Bible was plagiarized, yeah, we can totally get into that. I have read, I have read 85% of the Bible. I'll probably scale it back. I'll scale it back for, for the next second. I've read definitely over 50% of the Bible. So, I would definitely get into that conversation with you. I was, uh, you know, I was a, at first I didn't believe in anything. And then I became like a Baptist Christian. And then I was like a full-blown Christian. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the the root, you know, the hoorahs and, you know, the rah-rahs and shit at church with the music and, and all of that. And I was in it. I was into it every Sunday, every Wednesday, youth groups, all of that, you know. And then I kept reading and I kept reading. I kept researching. I kept comparing shit. I kept asking. I kept finding out stuff, and I'm at the conclusion that I'm at. So, 
if anybody want to dive into that, we definitely can. Um, like I said, man, don't be like today. Today's just purpose was just to just to tell people don't be afraid to take that leap, to take that risk. Because at because one day you're gonna die. I'm gonna die, and like, and I'm not saying that to scare anybody, but that's inevitable. I mean, that, that that's true. That's that's proven. You don't need a religion. You don't need a conversation. You don't need a spiritual, none of that. You don't need no science, no fact, no nothing. You just know at some point, and we don't know when as individuals, we don't know. But at some point, you're going to go. And if you go out naturally, like I wish for everybody to go out naturally. If you die naturally, you just it's just your time. Your heart's slowing down. It's just it. You know? You're going to be on your deathbed. You know? But what are your last thoughts and words and wishes going to be? It's going to be, I wish I would have tried. I wish I would have spent more time with my family, my grandkids, my great-grandkids, maybe, my wife, you know. For for a black man in America, and this has nothing to do with racism, so I don't, I don't think that's what this is. But for a black man, um, statistics for the longevity of life and health you know, have the, sh- black, basically what I'm, what I'm fucking trying to say is, black men die before anybody else, you know, uh, I mean, shit, the number one, shit, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, the number one killer for black men is table salt, just some straight up, soda. we like flavor too much, diabetes, fried shit, I mean, you know what I'm saying, we also do too much, we stress out all the time, from dealing with everything that we deal with on a day-to-day basis, that's another, that's another thing. I'm projected to live until um, I want to say 70, maybe 65, you know, but definitely, but definitely 60, 65. So say I die 70, I have 49 more years left to make an impact on my family and make an impact for the city. So whether it's just local, state, nation, global, like however big of an impact I can make within my next projected 49 years. I'm trying to make the biggest bang I can go out with. You know? And I don't want to I don't want to be that guy that wishes and wishes like I can get that time back. I wish that, you know, I spent more time at home. I wish I would have tried. Because all those time like all those hours that you spend at work, so like everybody minimum everybody works what, eight hours a day? Some people work ten as well, but say everybody works eight hours a day. You're wishing away eight hours of work. You got a nine-hour shift. For me, I got a nine-hour shift, but one-hour lunch break. And you're wishing that time away. But that time off your life that you're wishing away. Instead of wishing those hours away to hurry up and go home, why don't you build something, you know, to where you don't have to wish those hours away? Go inspire somebody. Go be something. Go do something different. Instead of being, you know, average clocking in, you know. Nobody should tell you what your work, what your time is worth. For as much we doesn't matter what job you have, whether you're a doctor, a janitor, you work at McDonald's, you know, you work in Coke industry, or you're the CEO of Walmart. It don't it doesn't matter. Somebody well okay, not if you're the CEO, but if you're an employee of any company, somebody is telling you what your work, whether it's minimum wage $15 an hour, $100 an hour, they have labeled you and your skills.
mentality rate, you know, and I feel like the human life is worth more than that. Your life is worth more than that, you know, because, I mean, why not, why not, just why not try something, just try something today, whether it's, oh, I can't work out, well, go try, oh, I can't, I can't make it that far, go try, so that way you know. And then if you know, okay, then you know. And if if you just if you if you just draw to the conclusion that you're not a you're not an entrepreneur, you're not a type of person that would be able to go into a room and be able to just build a structure. Okay, maybe your loved one is. Maybe you know what I mean. I like my lady. Like my lady's a little bit like that. No, she's not the type of individual who can figure out what she wants, start a business, stuff like that. But she's extremely supportive and she loves me and she has my back. So she's going to back me up on what I'm trying to do. Back them up. Back your, back your partner up. Because you'd be surprised at how much your partner could accomplish with your help, your love, and your support. And then and then if you help them out so fucking much and they become great at it, they make a bunch of money off of it, you don't have to work either. Or maybe they have a job for you at the company that you help them create. You see what I'm saying? And then you both win-win, because neither one of you want to work all day or be away from each other, right? I love each other, et cetera. And so you always want to be next to each other. So why not try? You know, so. Like I said, any questions, comments, concerns, or anybody's offended, just message me, call chime in on the radio, you know? So. Uh, thank you. And I know this was awkward, but this is my first episode, so it'll definitely be it'll definitely get better and I'll have it'll be a more well put together package after this time, but I did it on my lunch. <laughs> so um yeah. Thank you guys for listening, for whoever listens and uh I'll catch you next time.